Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back to Trot's Life on the fly. Mick Gadsden has joined us. How are you, Mick? Yeah, good. Yourself? Uh, yeah, pretty good, mate. Now, when I'm stuck, man, uh, you're the person I go to. It's not the first time this has happened. So uh, you're off to Mildura. Have you left already? Uh, no, not yet. I don't think I have to leave till about 3.34 o'clock, I think. So um, just working a few horses at the moment, and then I'll um, speed up and head off. Uh, very good. So tonight, did you hear Darren Carroll earlier on uh, Gareth Hall? No, I missed him. Oh, wow. Yeah, he's tipped him. I think he's a bit nervous about the driver, though. So uh, you might have to put on a, a one of your specials tonight from the outside second row with I'm Stuck Man. In all seriousness, gee, he's racing so well, this horse. Yeah, well, he, um, he was probably a horse that was always a bit underdeveloped when he started racing at two and three. But he, he ran a few nice races but sort of couldn't, really hold his form and he's a little bit weak and didn't sort of have a lot of speed but there's a couple of nights there the two-year-olds that uh, a few of Aaron Dunn's nicer ones like Hot Deal and a couple of them were up there and ran a pretty genuine race and he actually ran Hot Deal to a neck one night as yeah. a two-year-old and yeah, yeah. sort of never really produced that form again I think they went 59 or something like that for, for the 2100 at, at Mordura which is pretty slick for um, a two-year-old race and then he probably just Grew a little bit, and he was a bit awkward for a while, and he was a bit sort of ill-gated. He never sort of broke or anything, but he just lacked a bit of top end. But the last three months, he's just really bloomed and developed, and he's just found speed. That's been the biggest change with him. Yeah, a little bit of speed. Yeah, okay. So he still can sort of stick on in the way he has, but that bit of speed's made the difference that he can get past him in, in effect. Yeah, well, he just, as soon as he was a quarter over 31, you know, 31 and a half up there, he just... He couldn't get into it. He just didn't have that that sub, you know, twenty nine and a half quarter in him. But when you know Dunny led and had run along a little bit, and so he pretty genuinely ran races. He was, when the rest were getting tired, he was sort of coming home over the top. So it, um, he just just needed to find that turn of foot that he could put himself into it. He's had seventy starts, so I just assume that seventy weeks ago when he had his first start. Oh, about <laughs> fifty with him, I reckon. He, he doesn't really miss. I think he's had two. Two or three days you know, off. Two weeks, two weeks sales, <laughs> and that's about it. Like he ran, I think he'd had 38 starts by the time he turned four, I think. So he, he um, hadn't missed him, but then he's at Mordura there. You, you can sort of get him a bit, un, like you wouldn't probably wouldn't have started him down here because you've got to travel with him and it's a bit harder up there. Instead of hobbling him for three, two or three years, you may as well keep running him. And, you know, he got down in ratings a little bit while he was doing that. And then when he finally won that first race, he was only a 44 rater or something. And he's, he's been able to win five without doing a class, more or less. So um, it sort of, at the time, it didn't seem like it was that well managed, but the horse seemed to really, um, you know, enjoy enjoy that once he finally won that race that he could, you know, go on with it. Yeah, well, f- five wins over a few months and he hasn't sort of done a class and some people would say, oh, it's not fair in a way because their horse hasn't won a race, but 
He's only earned forty three thousand dollars, and he's basically basically going to the races and him work for two and a bit years. So it's well deserved for him to get that return for effort, if that makes sense. Yeah, and that's where Mildura, like it, it's such a good place for horses like that. That um, you know they might only be good enough to win one or two races in the first you know thirty starts of their career, but you're not forking out $200 in diesel every time you go in there just to get them educated and you know, get them into the system. So it's, he's really been the ideal horse for Mordura, especially for um, the old man who just does it as a bit of a hobby. Like he's just, If you could have three or four of them in your stable, he'd be pretty happy. Well, can I take you back a little ways to the 30th of March 2021 uh, where there was a maiden at Mildura and they ran, they ran quarters of 31-4, 30 and 30.6. And it was Mustang Max from three back the outside that got the chocolates, mate. And his only win of 78 starts. Uh, can you do it again tonight? Well, I thought two or three months ago might have been his chance to... Oh, he's had his, more or less had his birthday that night that you mentioned. And I yeah. thought, well, this is his chance for Christmas, but he, he's... Opened his presence a bit early and galloped on the first corner that night and ran second, even though he, he galloped and lost a few lengths. So um, tonight, so probably on paper is his chance, but the 1700 metre start is a little bit tricky for him. He's pretty ill-gated. Um, he gets the knee pretty bad. He wears a wears spreaders and a toe spreader, and um, like he, he hits his knee just walking up to the feeder. I think every morning to have a feed, like he's. he's pretty bad like that but he um this might be his chance to run you know top three or so again he's been running decent races up in class a little bit you know in the seven and six thousand dollar races because he's been holding his form and had too many points to get into these you know restricted so yeah <laughs> as funny as it sounds for a 30 rater he's probably dropping in class but um whether it's enough of a drop for him i'm not really sure but we'll find out how slow can you run that first half? You'll be trying if you're in front, I reckon. Yeah, well, he, um, he needs it. Well, well, I actually <laughs> led it to one hill one night, and I think I was on track to probably run the slowest half in history. But um, Ryan Sanderson had different ideas that night and come and had a look. But he's in France at the moment, so maybe we um, we might be able to get away with it. I was going to ask you about that. Uh, you've had a fair bit to do with Ryan since he first came to Charlton and... Uh, the whole town must be pretty intrigued in his trip to, to France. It's not something that uh, a young Michael Gadsden got to do out of Robinvale, that is for sure. No, no, my big French trip away was down the Great Western to Pete. So that was <laughs> that was my, um, that was often like going to another country at times. But um, yeah, no, it's pretty cool. You get to see, you know, um, you put a few things on Facebook and that all about it. And, um, like for a, a kid of you know his age, and especially probably now that the trotting gate really just starting to take off, and he wasn't really exposed to him until he came to Victoria. Um, like it's probably uh, it was a big eye opener for him, standing starts and all this sort of stuff when he first came down, and now he's over there having a look at that. Like it can only be you know beneficial for for him and probably for the whole industry because it just you know everyone always thinks oh we'll go to America to have a look. Like you know Mitch Barker's over there at the moment and a few of them, but no one really thinks to go to Europe. So, you know, it might just be the start of that. Instead of going to America and having a look, we might go to Europe and, and see what it's all about over there. Now, um, 
you didn't. Ex- you sort of half cleared with me that you're allowed to come to Yarra to Yarra Valley on Thursday. You've never been before. No, Yarra Valley's a a um, different trip. I think it's one of it's going to be Warrigal and Yarra Valley. I think it's the only tracks I haven't been to um, in Victoria at the moment. So we're ticking one off the list. So no, Shawnee. Um, he rang the other day and said he's got a, a race for one and I want to chuck a couple in. And I knew it was a bit of a loaded question when he asked. He was a bit sheepish about it. And he said, I didn't mind taking them then. He said, I've got Harvest and everything else on. So I said, yeah, no, no worries. Because, you know, he's at Banana now and I'm at Charlton. So we're only really 25 minutes apart. And we've always said that we should be travelling together a lot more than what, yeah. um, you know, what we do, especially like the Mordura's or the Yarra Valleys or the Shepherdens or, you know, those tracks that you don't really go to unless you've got, you know, a couple of chances. So um, it's worked out good. I've taken two down and they're probably races that suited better. I've got Charlton the next day, which I normally um, have six or seven in each meeting there, but I've only got two in this week. So we're off to Yarra Valley instead. So, um, yeah, I get to take a have a look around your neck of the woods. Yeah, she's... Um... She's pretty picturesque track, actually, so you'll in, enjoy that. And he's, uh, so the chances there, Mark Lee Kaz, it's a sticky gate, gate five for her. She's not huge out of the gate, but she's got enough speed. I don't know what you'll do there. Yeah, well, she's that sort of horse that she can draw one and end up full of the fence, and then other weeks she draws yeah. two or three and gets behind the leader. She's just, um, can be a little bit funny at the start, and, so like with her, I don't even look at the conditions on what races are drawn on. You just throw her in, and nine times out of ten, she lobs out the back anyway. So yeah, um, that's generally a racing pattern. She gets home pretty good, so she's just that sort of horse. And um, no, she's probably a good chance. I think Herbie's going just to drive her. He, he messaged the other day to say he's got to get to Bendigo, so he can't drive business, um, business class. class and that. And I said, oh, would you really want to go just to drive Kaz? And he said, yeah, no, she'll be right. So. Whether he's more confident than me, I don't know. But she's going well, and she's that sort of horse. She's always there about. She's as honest as the day is long, but, you know, she's no star. Doesn't win out of turn, but she just keeps bringing in the groceries every week. Don't worry. He's picked up another drive, so uh, he's got at least three that I can see quickly. Uh, business class, mate. Put McDonald did a lot for you as a young bloke, and it must give you a lot of pleasure to train a horse for him that's going so well. No, it does. Like, he... When I was a junior, just trying to get my trial license and that, he, I would have probably had 40 or 50 drives before I drove at the races, and I was 35, and probably nearly 40 of them would have been for Pud. He'd often just throw any horse he had in. He used to, like, he was working four or five at the time, and I'd often have four or five trial drives every week. He'd done all the stands for me, like, uh, when you needed five standing starts, and actually the, yeah. the mare I drove the standing starts on was business class's mother, Angel in Flight, so it's sort of um, done a full 180. He's always good if you saw that I was on one at Mildura just for Dad or whatever. He'd often put me on one just to make the you know, pay for fuel to get up or or whatever. And still never driven a winner for him, but um, you know he kept giving me a go. And he's always been that sort of fellow. Though. Like every every young kid at Mildura that was getting their trial license, he just drove good horses. That was part of the yeah, almost like was part of the makeup of the town. So for him to you know, send business class down to start with when he um, was a bit ill-gated and getting on a knee and stuff and, you know, got him going and then he said, I'll keep him up here until he wins his bonus and then we'll send him straight back down once he does that. So that 
was always the plan. And he's coming back down. He's won three of seven or something like that. And he's, his Swan Hill and Maribara wins have been um, pretty nice. So hopefully he can go on to be um, a decent selling for Bud because the mare, Angel in Flight, she was you know, handy enough mare. She ran a couple of heats of the Mildura Cup and yeah. probably should have should have won a race in town, but just you know never quite found her, her race and probably one of Pud's favourite horses. And we, he actually lost the mare at the start of the year with um, complications with following and actually quite upset. It was actually quite sad, actually, when he went some horses just sort of mean a lot to people, and um, yeah. she was definitely one of them, and she'd never left a winner for him, and now um, since she's gone, business class has won four races, so um, yeah, it's just how one of those things go, but yeah, especially for, for um, to get the horse going for good, and to, you know, he's always been you and so many others in this sport and stables fly mate your team's going really well is there a secret to it or no i think i've just probably um i had a sort of a reset a few months ago i didn't start a horse for four or five weeks and just took a deep breath and said what did i used to do and i went back to feeding um what i was feeding when i had you know king denny's and ain't that right maccas and Maori Shadows going around and um, sort of went right back to basics and went again, just sort of got a bit lost, probably over trying as you can do when things aren't working and um, yeah. probably didn't think I had them fit enough, but probably had them overfit and um, yeah, just sort of reset and probably sort of just backed off from that little bit and went back to doing what I knew worked instead of trying to chase something that did. So um, no, I really enjoyed the last last few months like they've been um between Kaz and business class and um and everything and so so mary it's just no it's been a really good good journey and quite um gratifying that you know you can still do it sort of thing because you get quite down the dumps when things aren't going right you certainly do mate but uh you've bounced back pretty solidly over the last four or five weeks and i know uh, James Herbertson will have a notepad and pen poised tonight when uh, you jump on I'm Stuck Man so he can take notes on uh, how to how to win the, win races going into the future. Yeah, well, I pulled the boys together at <laughs> Maribor on Thursday after Stuck Man won. And I played on Dream for nine or ten weeks, whatever it was. Oh, here we go. I said to said to Ryan and James, I said that was just a reminder, you boys, that that seat's not permanent, you know. <laughs> the old, old boys still here, so, no, nah, it's all good. We always have a bit of fun. Good on you, Mick. Best of luck over coming days. I'll see you at Yarra Valley, mate. No worries.